Thank you, Jesus. Good morning to you all. Good morning, good morning to you all. I want to welcome you once again to our meeting for this morning. Try to share the show. Amen. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Thank you, Jesus. Let's open our mouth and thank him. Thank him for all he has done for us. He has been so faithful. He has been so faithful. Let's open the mouth and begin to thank him. Thank you, Jesus, for all you've done for me. I want to thank you. For your grace, I want to thank you. Let's open the mouth and thank him. It is by his grace that we stand. By his mercies that we are not consumed. Let's lift up our voices and thank him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ramashidivaraka 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed and blessed be your holy name. 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 Be your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Vara bravedi sabravadezede. Mambrando voleka bravedizana. Vara boshed velegedevede. Para vara mose matana. Le vara kara boshed velegedevede. Masate velege. Please make sure you share the live show. Make sure you share the live show. Prophecy <laughs> Oh, thank him from your heart. 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 He's so wonderful. He's so glorious. Thank him from your heart. Thank you, Jesus. 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 For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Can you display the book of Let's look at the book of Ephesians. Can we see the book of Ephesians? Thank you, Jesus. Can we quickly see the book of Ephesians? Ephesians chapter 1, 
It says, in whom, in whom, are you all with me? Are you all with me? Please don't sleep. We are going to do something wonderful tonight. Tonight is a very wonderful night. It says, but I want to show you something. I want to show you something. You know, um, There are a lot of people whose prayer would not be able to gain ascendancy because of some things that they do not understand. Look at it. I want somebody to read this for me. I want somebody to read this for me. Who is going to read this for me? I want somebody to call in and read this for me. Just call in and read this for me. Now, Gilbert also move down to the next verse. Just call in and read. You're all hiding. <laughs> okay. Let me mention people's names. Since you're all hiding, let me mention names. <laughs> Okay. Let's can we figure out some items? There are some items, some items in verse seven. Please, can we list them out in points? So the first one says we have redemption through His blood. Okay, who is going to be taking note it? Like taking a short note for us. Displaying it on the screen. One, we have redemption through his blood. Okay. Who can type it for us? Um oh Candy is not here. She's very good at typing. Who is going to type it? Okay, now we have redemption through his blood. Okay. Now two. Two. We have the forgiveness of sins. Can you write it down? Two, we have the forgiveness of sins. Okay. So what we are doing is that we are scrutinizing this verse. Okay. So number one says we have redemption through his blood. Number two says we have the forgiveness of sins. And then number three. Okay, let's leave it on that. Now, can you display verse eight? Okay, I've seen it. 
So now, let's look at it again. Let's start from verse 7. Let's read through. It says, In whom we have redemption through his blood. Now, again, in whom we have the forgiveness of sins. Okay? Now, it says, According to the riches of his grace. Now, it means that there was a provision. We did not just have these things, but we have it because a provision was made. Okay? Then he said, Wherein he had abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. Okay? So it means that these things have been given to us. Okay, now, go to the next verse verse 9 quickly 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 so we can pray verse 9 be fast it says mm. marie are you here or you are sleeping Mary, are you there? Okay. It says, Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, What does that mean? He has made known to us the mystery of his will. So now, go back to what he said in verse 7. The first one is what? We have students, please respond. The first one, type it, everybody. What is the first one? Everybody type it. What is the first one? Type it down. Type it down. Student, type the first one. What is the first one? The last person to type is in trouble. I am waiting. Okay. Marina is free. The next person. Uh-huh. Quickly, everybody type. Redemption through his blood. Okay. Three. I'm waiting. The last person to type, I'll mention your name. Bismarck, you've not yet typed. Pamela, you've not yet typed. Pamela, okay, Pamela, I've typed. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Okay, now. So, the first one is redemption through his blood. Okay? So, now, look at verse 9 again it says having made unto us the mystery of his will so he has it has been made known unto us that first of all one we have what redemption through his blood okay so this was something that was hidden okay Hmm. redemption through his blood it means that a price has been paid so that we can be released or we can be saved by his blood 
So that is the first thing, the first mystery that he made known unto us. Do you see that? He says, having made known unto us, one, that we have received redemption through his blood. Do you see that? Now, what is this redemption through his blood? What is number two? So, having made known unto us that we have received, what is number two? So, number one and number two, are they the same? So, do you see that number two is just emphasizing on number one? Do you all say that number two is emphasizing on verse one, on number one? Are you with me? So, everybody type number two. Type number two, the forgiveness of sins. So now, you will see, so, can we, okay, wait, everybody wait, wait, you all wait, wait. Can we all say, Gilbert, display verse 9 again. Display verse 9 again. Display it again. Yes, Gilbert. I said verse 9. Display verse 9. Now, can we all say, instead of reading it like, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, can we read it like, having made unto us that we have received the forgiveness of sins? Can you read it like that? Having made known unto us that we have received the forgiveness of sins. How many of you, you see, we can read it like that? Do you agree we can read it like that? This verse. Have it made known unto us that we have received the forgiveness of sins. Do you see that? Now, watch that carefully. He said, we have what? Received. Do you see the received is in past tense from verse 9? Sorry, we got it from verse 7. In whom we have, it says we are we already have it. It's already in past tense. We already have it. Do you watch that? Did you see that? Do you notice that? So, the verse 9 ought to be in past tense that we have already received. So, this is a mystery, something that has been hidden, but now it has now been made known unto us. Now, some people don't still yet know it. The reason why I am saying this is because when we come here, some people will come and say, why is it that you people you don't ask for forgiveness of sins every day? Why is it that you don't come and say why don't why don't you come and say Father, forgive us our sins? Why don't you confess your sins? Confess your sins. That is what I'm showing you. Maybe you don't know. Maybe you have come from the Old Testament, but now in the New Testament, He's making it He's making it clear to us. He says, this is the mystery of his will. And 
the mystery of his will is that we have received the forgiveness of sins. <laughs> you know, this is will be too it will be too impossible for somebody in the Old Testament to understand. The reason is because in the Old Testament, before there can be forgiveness, there need to be sacrifice currently, presently. Mm. How many of you are with me? Marie, do you understand? Marie, do you understand? Do you understand what I'm saying? Marie, do you understand? Okay. Good. Good. So, you see, in the Old Testament, they need to come and make a sacrifice. Before they will now say, your sins have been forgiven. But now, in the New Testament, the reason why we cannot say, we, can, we cannot come and say, forgive me, forgive me, or we need to make a sacrifice for we to say, forgive me, is because of something known as propitiation. Propitiation. Hmm. Tonight, I'm going to show you how to use the blood to be effective. Because if you don't understand how to use this, you may not be able to pray effectively. And if the devil stands against you, he's going to win you. (laughs) Are you guys with me? Stay with me. Sometimes it's good for you to learn, okay? It's good to be a student. <laughs> Jeffrey is ready to do pa ba 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 Romans chapter 3 verse 25. Romans chapter 3 verse 25. And then this nine. I'm looking for somebody to read for me and nobody wants to read. Oh, okay. Yes, Anjali. Anjali, come and read. Anjali, come and read. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Let's clap for Anjali. Clap for Anjali. Clap for Anjali. Okay, can you go ahead? Oh, your voice is too low. Who God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Now, just stay with me. Don't go yet. Now, did we all say the word 
propitiation. Did we all see the word propitiation? Did you see the word propitiation? Now, listen to me. It is impossible for you to appease God. It is impossible for you to please God. Very, very impossible. In fact, it is not possible. Now, those of you who watch Nigerian movies, you will notice things like they talk about appeasing the gods, appeasing the gods. Are you with me? Oh, stay with me. Can you all hear me? Do you know, do you watch movies and say, let us go and appease the gods? Tonight, we are going to appease the gods. Hmm. We are appeasing the gods. So, if we want to appease the gods, who can tell me some things that they do? When they want to appease their gods, what, what are some of the things that they do? Who can tell me? Maybe those of you in um, US and Canada and the rest, maybe you don't know. But those of us here in Africa, you can tell me what you do when they want to appease their gods. What do they do? It says sometimes they use human blood. That means they kill a human being. <laughs> and you know, Sometimes they can also pour libation. They pour alcohol. You see, they pour it down. Now, all these things that they are doing is to make the gods happy. Okay, please listen very well. If you are not listening, I'll mention your name. I'll mention your name. Okay, listen very well. So now, that word propitiation is what to call appease the god. We want to appease the God. So now, let's read Romans 3 verse 25 again. It says, Whom God had set forth to appease him through faith in his blood. Do you see that? So, Jesus is what God used to appease himself. Are you with me? Are you with me? So, oh, yes, Dorothy. Dorothy, we have two Dorothy here. We have Dorothy and Dorothy Ama. We are the two of them. Now, it says, Jesus is what God used to appease himself. Jesus is what God used to make himself happy. Have you seen? They have slept. They have slept. Where's the second Dorothy? They have slept. Tonight, nobody will sleep by teaching. Every time I begin to teach, <laughs> they will sleep. This night, nobody is sleeping. No one is sleeping. Now, <laughs> when we say propitiation, is what God, God used Jesus for propitiation. Now, let me show you one more verse. If I bring too many verses, they will sleep. Let me use simple simple verse now look at first john chapter 2 verse 2 first john chapter 2 verse 2 gilbert quickly displayed fast so that they will not sleep 
First John chapter 2, verse 2. Yes, First John chapter 2, verse 2. He says, and he is the propitiation for our sins. So now, follow me. So, for our sins to be forgiven, a God, a certain God needs to be pleased. Okay? For that God to be pleased, we need a propitiation. So the Bible is saying, Jesus is the propitiation for our sins. So for our sins to be forgiven, Jesus must die. He must be used as a sacrifice. He must be used to appease God. Okay. So now, is this a not for ours, not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. For the sins of the whole world. So, Jesus was used to appease God for the sins of the whole world. Okay, one more verse. First John chapter 4, verse 10. 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 Okay, Angeli, can you quickly read that? Oh, Clem is not here. Let me quickly call her. Hearing is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much. He says, hearing is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us. So, a sign that He loved us is that He gave His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. So, before God can forgive our sins, our sins must be appeased by God. Are you with me? Before God can forgive our sins, that sins must be appeased. So now, God now used Jesus to appease for our sins. Hmm. Okay, now. Thank God you got, thank God you got the foundation. You got the first foundation. So, if He has done this, and then He now tells you, you have received the forgiveness of sins. Should you doubt? Should you doubt when he comes to tell you that you have received it? Should you doubt? Amen. Okay. Let me test my student. Jeffrey, what did you receive? Let me see whether Jeffrey is with me. Jeffrey, what did you receive? 
Jeffrey, what did you receive? Huh? Where is Jeffrey? Uh, he has run away. The guy is coming to do caca pa 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 pa. Okay, you have received forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness of sins. Now, let me show you one verse, okay? Mm, this teaching is so sweet. Now, show me Hebrews chapter 7, verse 27. Hebrews 7, verse 27. Ruth, you are coming to read next. So, get ready. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 27. Hebrews 7, verse 27. Clem, you are welcome. Make sure you get ready because tonight you are going to explain some things to us. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Now, Hebrews chapter 7. I said Hebrews 7, verse 27. What is this? Hebrews 7, verse 27. Please, I want KJV. Hebrews 7, verse 27. Okay, let me do my thing by myself. Hebrews 7, verse 27. That's why I'm looking for... I have even made it worse. <laughs> that is why I'm looking for God's grace. Now, God's grace have been missing classes. <laughs> okay. Now, let's go. He says, okay, Anjali, read that for me. Hebrews 7 verse 27. Who needed not daily as though high priest, as those high, high priests to offer up sacrifice first for his own sins and then for the people's? For this he did once when he offered Thank you. himself. Now, this is the reason why we don't need to come every day and say forgive me forgive me forgive me forgive me confessing my sins i am bringing a sacrifice do you see that he says hmm. so this appeasing that god did it doesn't need to be done every day do you see that it doesn't need to be done every day it has already been done just who needed not daily as those high priests if it was in the Old Testament, they need to bring a sacrifice and say, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. No. He says, this one, you don't need to do it daily. Who need not daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifice, first for his own sins and then for the people's. For this, he did how many times? How many times did they do it? Marina, how many times did they do it? Good. For this he did once. So the appeasing was done once. <laughs> did you see that? The appeasing was done once. 
Ok. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 12. Hebrews 9 verse 12. Where is Gilbert? Hebrews 9 verse 12 and also Hebrews 9 verse 26. Hebrews 9 verse 12. Okay, he says, follow me. He says, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having place. Oh, Aisha. Having obtained. Is it past or present? Is it going to obtain? No. Having obtained. What? Eternal redemption for us. Did you all say that? Having obtained what? Now, you know, he did not just say redemption. He said eternal redemption. Please, I'm still in verse 12. He says, having obtained eternal redemption for us. What does it mean? It means <laughs> the appeasing is eternal. The forgiveness is eternal, is forever. When we say eternal, it means it has no beginning and no end. Do you see that? So now, after Jesus died, the Bible is making us understand that that thing that he did is forever. Amen. So when he says, you as a Christian, you have received the forgiveness of sins, he says, you have received it forever. Are you with me? How many of you understand? You understand up to this point? Raise up your hand. I am doing roll call. Roll call. Those of you who understand up to this point. Jeffrey, Bismarck, Alberta. I'm doing roll call. Do you understand? If you don't understand, say you don't understand. I will take my time to teach this again. Now, let's look at Hebrews chapter 9, verse 26 down to 28. You guys, you are good students. You are very, very good students. You are very, very good students. Those, we are the two Dorothys. They have slept. They have slept. Now, let's look at this. Hebrews 9, verse 26 and 28. Okay, go, Angeli. Yeah, yes. Angeline. Hebrews 9, verse 26 to 28. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now, once in the end of the world, hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice okay, wait. of himself. Let's take and step by step. It says, For then 
must still often have suffered since the foundation of the world. It says, but now, once in the end of the world, had he appeared to put away sins by the sacrifice of himself. That is the appeasing, right? Okay, let's go to verse 27. 27. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the okay, judgment, so Christ so Christ was once offered to, be, to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin. Amen. So did you guys notice the word once, 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 once? In verse 26, you saw once, 27, once, 28, once. Do you notice those words? It's telling you that everything that God has done, He has already done it once. See, for me, if I need to go to God and say, God, please, <laughs> I know that I have sinned against you. Please, come and forgive me. Do you know what you are saying? You are saying, Jesus should be killed again. <laughs> because for him to forgive you again, it means that Jesus should go and die again. It means that you don't believe what he has already done. So that is why verse 7, Ephesians 1 verse 7 told us that we have received the forgiveness of sins. Okay, let me bring my point to rest. Look at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 2. Hebrews 10, verse 2. Hebrews 10, verse 2. Hebrews 10, verse 2. Uh-huh. It says, please, Follow me. This point is very, very necessary. It says, For then would they not have ceased to be offered, because the, that the worshippers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins. Do you see that? Conscience of sins. After you have been purged, you should no longer have that conscience of sins. Conscious of sins means what? Sin consciousness. You should not have conscience of sins after you have been purged. So, in Christianity, in New Testament Christianity, one of the things that we don't have is consciousness of sins. Meaning that you don't always come to the throne and say, forgive me, forgive me. Oh God, my sins, my sins, my sins, my sins. Yesterday I lied, though. Yesterday I killed, though. Yesterday I fought. Hey, God, yesterday I fought. You see, that same consciousness in the New Testament, you should not have it. You should not have it because your faith is resting on the finished works of Christ, on what He has already done. Amen. Okay, okay, now, now let, let me, me go, go back. back. 
Now, can you now display Hebrews chapter 10, verse 16 down to 18? But don't display all step by step. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 16 first. Okay. Where is Ruth? Ruth, are you there? Come and read this for me. Where is Ruth? It's a present set. No sleeping for anybody today. No sleeping by teaching. Clem. Yes, Clem. Mm. When we start teaching, Clem will disappear. <laughs> Where's Ruth? Ruth, are you there? Oh, somebody is gone. It is very, very important that you get this point clearly. He says, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. He says, I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds will I write them. I want to ask a question. Did you see God writing anything on anybody's heart? Eh? Did you see God writing anything in anybody's heart? Eh? No, you did not see God. Now, this verse is quoting Ezekiel. Ezekiel 36. When it says, I will put my laws within you. It says, I will put within you a new, I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you. So when he's talking about writing his law in our heart and in our mind, he's talking about putting his spirit within us. Okay, now go to the next verse, verse 17. Verse 17. He says, Oh my God. He says, And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Who can tell me why the sins and the iniquities will be remembered no more? Who can tell me why the sins and the iniquities will be remembered no more? Who can tell me why? Why will the sins and equities be remembered no more? You know, this topic is very basic. Okay. Yes. Because, no, I want, I know Jesus Christ died, but because why? Why would God now say your sins and your iniquities, I will not remember it again? Why would God say your sins? No, nobody has gotten it. Nobody has given me the answer that I want. Nobody has given me. No, 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 no. I'm saying that he's saying that our sins and our iniquities, he will not remember them again. Who can tell me why? We are the Dorothy's. Vera, you are the Bismarck. Ah, I'll better. Madam Ness, I'll better the Ness. Where are you? <laughs> the Ashantis will say, Come and remove your mouth. Come and come and remove your mouth. <laughs> Who can tell me why? Today is for learning. Who can tell me why he said our sins and our iniquities, he will not remember them again. Uh, 
No. Have you forgotten how we started? Where we started from? Mm. What did I say? <laughs> okay. I will not remind you. Let me see the good student here. No. <laughs> so, all of a sudden, a God wakes up and says, I will no longer remember your sins. I will no longer remember your iniquities. Who can tell me why? Where is Gilbert? Gilbert. <laughs> if you run, if you run away. Okay, Gilbert said, because Christ has become the propitiation. Mm. Now, in other words, put it in a better phrase. In our own words, put it in our own words. No. Now, why would God say, today I will not remember your sins? Because, okay. Now, hmm. you know, there are times in the family, if your dad is so happy, you say, hey, everybody, come for 10, 10 cities, you take 20 cities. Okay, let's say your dad, he gives you a task before going out. And then when he comes back, he says that everything is done. He becomes happy. So what is that word? He has been what? According to what we have learned, he has been, he has been what? I don't want to say that word. Mm. Mm. Appeased. Appeased. That is the word. So the reason why God would wake up one day and say, your sins and your iniquities are forgiven is because he, God, has been appeased. <laughs> How many of you understand that? That is why he can now come and say, <laughs> Do you say that? Hello? How many of you understand that? Okay, now. Good. So, because he has been appeased, <laughs> he can now say, oh, I can't remember. Good. Now, okay, you guys should follow me now. So, after, <laughs> would God be appeased or would he always be appeased? Would God be appeased at that moment or he would always be appeased? Was it only the time that Jesus Christ died that God was appeased? Or even now he is still appeased? Uh, let me begin to mention names. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy, Nancy answer. Yes, Nancy. He is still appeased. Okay, thank you. So that is correct. So he is still appeased. 
So he was not just appeased after the chest dry. Even up to now, he's still appeased. Now, because of something called mercy seat. Type it down, everybody. Say mercy seat. Mercy seat. Now, the reason why God would always be constantly appeased is because of something known as the mercy seat. Let me show you the mystery of the mercy seat. And then I'll be I'll be done for tonight. Why can't I find some people? Oh my God, Jeffrey, where are you? Jeffrey, where are you? Nobody is sleeping tonight. No one is sleeping. Jeffrey, Bismarck, Dorothy, answer your name. Nobody is sleeping tonight. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Nobody is sleeping. <laughs> if we mention your name once, twice, <laughs> it means you have slept. <laughs> okay, now, let us. <laughs> Someone said, Today you are on us. Ah, I'm on you. Today I'm on you. <laughs> you are not going anywhere. <laughs> now, I will quickly bring in the mystery of the mercy seat and then from there we would have a clear understanding of everything amen you know we did not finish hebrews 10 okay let's quickly finish verse 18 before i go to mercy seat gilbert display hebrews 10 verse 18 Hebrews 10 verse 18. When he displays Angeli, quickly read. Hebrews 10 verse 18. No, where remission of, of this is, there is no more offering for sin. Amen. Amen. Where remission of this is. Oh, so now remission of sins. He's still talking about what the redemption. He's still talking about what the forgiveness. Okay, just another word, right? Okay. So he says, "Not." What point can we get from this verse? That after forgiveness of sins, after remission of sins, there is no longer what. That is the major point. He says, "There is no more offering for sin." Meaning, Jesus doesn't need to die again. There is no more offering for sin. Meaning that you don't need to go and do 10 days fasting and say, God, forgive me of my sins. Hello. Meaning that you don't need to go and climb a mountain. before. You see, the reason why I am teaching you this is because somebody would wake up one day and say a prophet have told him that God have said he should go and buy seven candlesticks because he has committed a sin. Before that sin can be forgiven, he should go and buy seven candlesticks. He should go and climb a mountain. Then God will now forgive him. Now, 
when you go and do something like this, it shows how foolish, foolish you are. Because it says there is no more offering for sin. There is nothing you can do to offer for sin anymore. It says, ah, buy, buy a goat, buy a goat, so that God can forgive you. There is no more, no more, amen, offering for sin. Don't try to, this one, I like saying, there are some people who like crying. In the place of offering for sin you think that because you cried no that is not faith your faith is not in your crying your faith is in excuse me your faith is in the fact that jesus has already made the offering do you see? So you come to him with a thankful heart that your sins have been forgiven. You come. Amen. You come with a thankful heart that your sins have been forgiven. Amen. Amen. Let me check this. Okay. I want to ask. I want to ask a question. A question. I am saving you from future unnecessary problems. Before they tell you to wake up by twelve midnight and go and. <laughs> or put something somewhere. I want to ask a question. Clem, if I should, I should steal somebody's goods, okay, okay, and then and then I was caught. I was caught. I have stolen somebody's goods. I was caught. I was caught. And then I slept with somebody's wife. Please, it's example. Nobody should record it and go and say, Pastor Philip said, you have slept with somebody's wife. It's example. If I should sleep with somebody's wife, okay? And then I go to God. What should I do? I have just slept with somebody's wife. Now, because the sin is huge, I know some of you have this kind of mentality. Because the sin I committed is huge. Okay, let's say I killed somebody. Somebody will not say, do you think God will just forgive you like that? Marina, Marina, if I kill somebody, is God trying to forgive me or he has already forgiven me? Forgive me. 
someone should answer my question so is it that is it that is it trying now is it now trying to forgive me claim is it now trying to forgive me or he has already forgiven me So, good. He has already forgiven you. Good. So now, the thief or the killer, he doesn't know that God has already forgiven him. So, some people think that, ah, you killed somebody. God, no, he has already forgiven. The sins of the world has already been forgiven. So somebody will, somebody will not say, because their sins are forgiven, should I be killing people? Go and kill people. They will also kill you. Should I be living anyhow? If you live anyhow, you will not progress. We are not saying because he has already forgiven the sins so you should go and live anyhow but the truth is that he has already done it the reason why we are teaching this is for the devil not to take advantage of you for the devil not to take advantage of you First John chapter four verse twelve. Quickly, Gilbert. First John chapter four verse twelve. First John chapter four verse twelve. Please, um, Angel, quickly read that for me. First John chapter four verse twelve. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and in His uh, love what are we reading? What are we reading? in us. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Mm. What is this? Sorry, sorry. I think I made a mistake with that verse. Okay. Okay. First John chapter two, verse twelve. Not for two, verse twelve. Sorry for that. First John chapter two, verse twelve. First John chapter two verse twelve. I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. Amen. 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 
Your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. Why are your sins forgiven? Because of him. Not because you fasted. Why are your sins forgiven? Because of Jesus. Not because you cried. Why are your sins forgiven? Not because you went to pay tithe on offering. Not because a man of God said your sins are forgiven. No. It is because of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Okay. Now let me show you the mystery of the mercy seat. Then we we move on. Exodus chapter twenty-five, verse seventeen. Exodus 25, verse 17. Mercy seat. Let me show you this and then I'm done for today. Yes, Alberta. Kwame. Root. I am not seeing these people. Hey, Marie. Are you there? Okay, she's there. Okay, she's there. Nobody is sleeping. Where is Dorothy? No sleeping. Exodus chapter 25, verse 17. Where is Gilbert? Exodus chapter 25, verse 17. Ah, you guys, you don't like Old Testament. <laughs> Quickly display that for us. Exodus 25, 25, verse 17. Okay, it says, And thou shalt make a messy seat of pure gold, two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof. Now, this is during the construction of the Ark of the Covenant. Okay? So, during the construction of the Ark of the Covenant, there are two, sorry, there are three courts. Okay? We have the outermost court. Sorry, we have the outer court, the inner court, and we have the innermost court. In the innermost court is where we have the mercy seat. Amen. And the priest should enter the, the innermost court once. Okay, let's see the operations on the on the mercy seat. Exodus chapter 25, verse 21 and 22. 
Exodus chapter 25, 25 verse 21 and 22. Exodus 25, verse 21 and 22. It says, And thou shalt put the message above upon the ark, and in the ark thou shalt put the testimony that I shall give thee. Carefully, look at verse 22. It says, And there I will meet with thee, and I will commune with thee from above the messages. So in the Old Testament, where does God meet man? Do you see? Do you see? At the message. The reason why God was able to come down in their midst and stay with them like that is because of the message. How many of you understand this? He says, And there I will meet with thee, and I will commune with thee from above the message. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? Let's move forward. Let's move forward. So what do we do, what do, we do? on the message or to the message Leviticus, Leviticus chapter 16, 16 verse 14. Verse 14. Leviticus chapter 16 verse 14. We want to see what happens on the message. It says, And he shall take of the blood of the bullock and sprinkle it with his finger upon the message. Do you see that? So it is upon the message that they sprinkle the blood. The message. Amen. Amen. So now, there are two things we have discovered. Number one, the message is where God meets man. Type it, type it. Someone should type it for me. Number one, the message is where God meets man. Number two, who is typing? Who is typing? Number two. Number two. The message is where the blood is sprinkled. Sprinkled. Number two. The message is where the blood is sprinkled. Sprinkled. Okay. Good. Okay. Now. 
having known these two points from the Old Testament, we have to now look at how Okay. Okay. I have to teach you something. Amen. Amen. Let me show you guys something. So we have gotten two points. Number one, the message is where God meets man. Number two, the message is where the blood is sprinkled. Okay. I want to ask you a question. Jesus Christ died on the cross. Was his blood shed on the cross? The blood of Jesus. Was it shed on the cross? Okay, hold on. Let me show you some mysteries now. Now, the ark. Remember, when God was talking to Moses concerning the ark, he told Moses, build the ark according to what I have shown you on the mount. So the ark is is um, a, a symbolic representation of what God showed Moses on the mountain. Do you see? Do you see? So the ark of the covenant is showing the earth, the heavenly things. I don't have time. I would have talked about shadows. We don't have time. Don't have time. But just follow me. But just follow me. So now, so now, when Jesus Christ came, we saw that He died. But, but, where was He slain? Most of you, most of you, you are thinking because of time. I will go fast. You are thinking the blood of Jesus was shed on the cross. <laughs> Let me make a statement. Jesus was killed on the cross, but where was his blood shed? Was it on the cross? <laughs> Let me show you something. Some people say, mm, "What kind of teaching is this?" It's coming to lie to us. <laughs> Let me give you a sign. I will not talk too much. Let's go to the book of Revelation. Revelation. The book of Revelation. Chapter 5, verse 6. 
Revelation chapter 5, verse 6. Revelation chapter 5, verse 6. Angeli, can you read that? Revelation chapter 5, verse 6. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into the into all the earth. Amen. 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 So, so, the lamp, the lamp, where was it slain? Where was it slain? Was it on the earth? Or in heaven? <laughs> so you see, what you saw on the cross was what was happening in heaven. So the blood of Jesus was not shed on the cross. Now, the message is a symbol of the true. Are you with me? The message is a symbol of the true. I know you don't understand. That is what I'm here to show you. Quickly, let's look at this verse. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Hebrews 4 verse 16. Hebrews 4 verse 16. We exclaim. We exclaim. I know Claire will be the first to run away. Uh -huh. It says, Let us therefore come boldly unto what? The throne of grace, that we may obtain what? Mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Watch this. Watch this. We said, we said the message is, is, is where God meets. The message is where God meets man. Number two, and we said the blood is sprinkled on the message. And I'm telling you that the message is a representation of something in heaven. A representation of the throne. He says, let us therefore come boldly onto the throne of grace. This is where God is going to meet man. He says, why? That we may obtain mercy and find grace. To help in time of need. Are you with me? 
So the mercy seat in the Old Testament that you saw is now what is known as the throne of grace. So now, Jesus, he went to heaven and he presented his blood on that throne. Okay. Let me give you one verse to prove that and then... Look at Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14. Hebrews 9, verse 14. Please, please, um, Angela, read for me. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, hurt your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Amen. Amen. Now, what is, is this? What is, is this? How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the what, eternal spirit, <laughs> Pamela have disappeared, though. Yes, Pamela. He says, who through the eternal spirit offered himself. So, through the eternal spirit. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the blood, through the eternal spirit, is trying to point to you that what he has done or what he is doing is what eternal. Okay. Okay. So that throne, that his blood was shed, is what is an eternal offering, offering, an eternal offering. Okay. Okay. Now, now, quickly go to Hebrews chapter nine. Let's start from verse five. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 5. Let me take you through the Greek word. Okay. He says, And over it, the cherubims of glory shadowing the mercy seat. The word mercy seat in the Greek it stands for he laughed the rion. Let me type it. He laughed the rion. That is the word. 
the Greek word for mercy. He lasts the real. Go to the next verse, verse 6. Now, the word hilasterion, it means a covering. Covering. It means a covering. It is the same word that was used for propitiation, appeasing. Relating to appeasing, a covering. Amen. Now, have you seen a pot? The cover of the pot will now be called what? Hilasterion. If I should hold a pot and then I place the cover on it, it is called what? Hilasterion. Now, Jesus became our mercy seat. He became our Hilasterion. He became our covering. Do you see that? Do you see that? So Jesus became our covering. Remember, remember, what do we sprinkle on that message? Blood. So Jesus shed his blood on the throne. And he sat there as our covering. And it's not as if he sits there today and he's standing up. No. Okay. Okay. Let's move forward now. Go to Hebrews chapter 9. Verse 11. Okay, let's start from. I don't want these people to sleep. Let's start from verse. Let's start from verse 11. From verse 11. Please read for me. Hebrews 9 verse 11. But Christ being come an high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building. Mm-hmm. Continue. Continue. Next verse. Next
Next verse. Next verse. Let's give it. Next verse. Verse 12. Neither by the blood of goods and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place having obtained eternal redemption for us next verse for if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctified to the purifying of the flesh mm-hmm. next verse next verse How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit, offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from the dead works to serve the living God? Amen. Amen. So, so, so. watch this. Watch this. Verse 12. Verse 12. Go back to verse 12. To verse 12. Everybody, look at verse 12. Just scroll up. Just scroll up. He says, neither by the blood of goats and calves but by his own blood so it means that after jesus christ died how did he go to heaven he ascended into heaven with his blood students are you here let us scrutinize verse 12. Okay, where is Marina? Write down the point from verse 12. So, by his blood, he entered once into the holy place. Write it down. By his blood, he entered once into the holy place. That is one point. By his blood, he entered once into the holy place. Okay now, two. He obtained eternal redemption for us. Okay. Okay. Candy, are you there? Candy, are you there? I want to ask a question. Nobody should type now. Everybody should just wait. Candy, are you there? Candy, are you there? I want to ask a question. Okay. Okay. If I should go to Calvary right now or to Israel, where the blood of Jesus Christ was shed on the cross, would I still see his blood there? Is his blood still there? His blood still there. Will I still see the blood of Jesus? No. Why? Because the blood is dried. So listen to me. We are not talking about a physical blood. Every time we talk about the blood, don't allow your mind to go to the cross, the blood coming out of his body. It is much more than that. 
that is why in verse 2 of it says by his blood so Jesus he ascended into heaven as spirit do you see that do you see that Heaven is a spiritual realm. You can't take a physical blood there. And he, the Bible is making us to understand that he entered by his blood. So what Jesus presented on the throne was his blood. And you see, I made us, I made him, I made them to always read there. Eternal spirit, who through the eternal spirit offered himself. It means that offering is eternal. It means the blood that was offered on the throne cannot dry like the physical one. Amen. So when Jesus Christ said he's ascending, he's going to the Father. What he went to do was that he went there to present his blood. You see, that blood can never dry. So now, oh my God, thank you Jesus. By his blood, he entered once into the holy place. Now, if it was the Old Testament, you would have a picture of the priest going into the Ark of the Covenant and sprinkling the blood on the mercy seat. But now, you are seeing Jesus entering into heaven, the holy place in heaven, which is the throne of God. And on the throne, he dropped his blood. And that is what they saw in Revelation chapter 5. That they saw a lamb that has been slain. Amen. Let me show you what they were singing. Revelations, Revelations chapter. Let's look at. Let's look at. Revelation chapter five, verse nine. Quickly, I want to quickly come back to this. This was what happened in heaven. I'm showing you. After he presented his blood, Revelation chapter 5, verse 9. This is what happened. So, Angela, read this for us, please. So that I can organize my thoughts. And they sang a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seal thereof. For thou was slain, and had redeemed us to God by the blood, by thy, thy blood out of every kindred, and tongue, and people, and nation. Amen. 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 
So do you see that? He says, so the moment he presented his blood, he said, they sang a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou was slain and has redeemed us. Now, watch this. That happened in Revelation chapter 5 verse 9. Marina, what was the first two points I told you to write? The first one, by his blood, he entered once. Number two, he obtained eternal redemption. Still now, look at verse 5. It says, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou was slain. He brought the blood. The slain, he brought the blood. Number two, and has redeemed us to God by the blood. Do you see that? Do you see that? Amen. Amen. So two things again. He presented his blood. And he redeemed us by the blood. Are you guys learning something? Amen. Amen. So this was what happened at the mercy seat in heaven. So Jesus Christ became our hilasterion. He became our covering. Now, let me show you. Let me show you. How this, how this is happening is happening so that you have a clear picture of it okay now follow me I think this will be my last verse for today Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25 <laughs> Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25 Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25. Next one will be verse 27. So get ready. Angeli, can you read that? Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25. Wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him. Seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Wow. wow. Now, I want you, eyes, Marina, write down this point. Seeing he ever liveth. Seeing he ever liveth. Write it down. So, wherefore he is able to save them to the uttermost. That come unto God by him. See, see, the main point is this. Remember, in the Old Testament, once they pour the sprinkled blood on the mercy seat, they have to come the following year and sprinkle the blood. They have to come again and sprinkle the blood. But this time, look at what he's saying. He's saying that seeing he ever liveth, that means he doesn't need to come again. He is ever living there. He is ever your covering. What is he doing? He is making intercession. Lord, help us tonight.
Amen. 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 Now go to verse 27. 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 This he did once when he offered up himself. Amen. Amen. So did you see that? So did you see that? He says, who needed not daily, daily, as those high priests in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, the Old Testament, they needed to do it daily. But this, but this, he has sat once on the throne, on the throne. So it means that it means that our covering our covering is it always there? Is our covering always there? Or it is there sometimes? Candy, our covering, our hilasterion, our mercy seat. Is it always there or is there sometimes? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um Marie, Marie, is it always there? Good. Good. So it is always there. Our covering is always there. That is why Ephesians 1 verse 7 now boldly tells us that we have received the forgiveness of sin. We already have it. Because the covering is always there. Do you see it? So it would be foolishness for you to now come to that true and say, I want to do seven days fasting so you forgive me. No way. The covering is always there. The hilasterion is always there. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Let me show you something. Now display display verse twenty-four. Okay, let's start from verse twenty-three. Verse twenty-three and verse twenty-four. Let's start from verse twenty-three. Sorry. Verse twenty-three. Verse twenty-three. My dear student, tonight you have proven yourself that your people would not sleep. Now, let's look at verse 23. Everybody, follow me. It says, And they truly were many priests because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. So in the Old Testament, we had a lot of priests, but they could not continue because of death. Now look at verse 24. It says, but this man, because he continued forever, but this man, because he continued ever, had an unchangeable priesthood. Hey, 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 hey,
You see why the Christian should boldly put his faith in Christ. Just hey, this man he continued forever. Forever. It is not just. It is not just. Yeah. Hebrews ten. Hebrews ten. Verse seventeen. Verse seventeen. He continued forever. Continued forever. His priesthood can never be changed. It can never pass away. Yes, Gilbert. So that is why God, when He sits on the throne, and then He looks at He Lasterion, He looks at the Messiah, He looks at the priests, the eternal priests. When he looks at the lamp, he can now boldly say, and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. Because he is constantly appeased. The covering is not taken away. The covering is always there. He is constantly there. He has an unchangeable priesthood. He says he continues forever. Amen. Amen. Do you guys see that? Do you guys see that? Labor of Nisanai. So that is why he, because he has been appeased, and he is constantly being appeased because of our covering. He leave it to make intercession for us. Amen. How many of you understood this? You understood this? You understood this? Can you wave? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 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 You see, this is one of the reasons why a Christian needs to be bold in the place of prayer. Because our Hilasterion is there constantly. You are not exposed. The Bible called him the accuser of the brethren. You see, before the Christ sat on the throne, do you know what happened? Before the Christ sat on the throne, the accuser of the brethren always came to the throne and he will say, Look at Job. He's doing like he's righteous. He can sin. Look at Moses. He can sin. Even he even beat his wife yesterday. 
So the accuser of the brethren, he always goes to the throne. But let me tell you, the moment the price was paid, the moment the blood was shed, the moment our covering came to the throne, the moment our own priests who makes intercession for us came to the throne, the accuser was rendered impotent. Anytime he comes to accuse Candy, he says, forgiven. Anytime he comes to accuse Marina, he says, forgiven. Hey, he said, but, 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 he says, forgiven. Anytime he comes to Hey, attacks Gilbert. He says what? Forgiving. Forgiving. Hmm. Anytime he comes and he said, ah, I know Mario. Mario likes. He likes insulting. He even insulted today. He says what? Forgiving. 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 <laughs> That is why it says, let us now come boldly to the throne of grace. See, before we could not go there boldly because our intercessor was not there. Our hilasterion was not there. But the moment he sat at the right hand of the Father, hey, he says, come boldly. Come boldly. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Amen. So the Christian can never be at a disadvantage. Amen. Because why? The Hilasterion is constantly there. That is why, you see, those people will preach that a man who receive Christ would walk into hell. They don't know what they are saying. <laughs> you see, the only way that I, Philip, can go to hell is if Jesus is removed from that throne. If he is no longer my intercessor, that is the only way I can go to hell. If you can remove Jesus from the throne, then you can send me to hell. But as long as he leaves it to make intercession for me, I have received, I have received eternal life. I have everlasting life. Hi. <laughs> Let me close for today. You know, the next topic I'm going to teach, I'm going to teach you on the glory. I'm going to teach you on the glory. <laughs> now, now, 
Now, just watch this. Acts chapter 2, verse 33. I promise this is my last verse. This is my last verse. <laughs> the reason you will see that the reason why the glory came was because of him. Acts chapter 2, verse 33. Act 2, verse 33. Acts 2, verse 33. Therefore, therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, hey. do you know what the promise of the Holy Ghost is it is the seal of the believer it is the lock of the believer it says <laughs> he had said for this which ye now see and hear the glory came as a result of him being exalted of him coming to the throne so the Holy Ghost would not have been given if <laughs> let me show you something let me show you something see the Holy Ghost would not have been given if there would not be somebody who would constantly be interceding for the Holy Ghost to remain on the earth because the Holy Ghost is not of the earth it is not of the nature of man but the reason why the holy ghost can constantly stay with a man who is not perfect the reason why the holy ghost can still live in an imperfect love in an imperfect dorothy in an imperfect gilbert is because the high priest is presenting a covering the high priest is making intercession continually do you see that that is why the Holy Ghost cannot come and go now the believer received the Holy Ghost do you think I'm going to walk into hell with the Holy Ghost inside of me? It is not possible. The Holy Ghost is my seal. He has sealed me unto Jesus. And that seal can never be broken. As if you are a believer, you can lose the Holy Ghost. So if you lie, you will go. <laughs> Who told you that? The reason why he cannot leave is because there is a covering. I'm not saying you should go and start living in an evil lifestyle. And I'm helping you to understand what has already been done. Ayah. <laughs> Kuvelisa Natana Kuvelisa Naya
Let's stop here for tonight. You guys have done well. Amen. I hope you have been blessed. You have learned something today. Wave your hands. Wave your hands. You've learned something today. You've, you've seen something. Celebrate Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hey, Prince. Prince Pablo. Did you learn anything? Were you able to learn anything? You are not able to come on time. Tomorrow I'll be expecting you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How many of you have become much more bold? <laughs> Fear has suddenly cleared from your heart. You see, you need... Oh, nice, nice, nice. Prince Pablo, that was nice. Now, you need this kind of boldness to always come into the place of prayer. You see, some kind of fear in you has been cleared. <laughs> Heaven now lives inside of you. Kaya, karabo, matana. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Wow. Wow. God has brought you to you, Marie. Thank you, Jesus. Exactly. No more shaking. No more shaking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey. Woo. Uh, that is why <laughs> sometimes you need to laugh. You wake up and laugh. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yo. Yo. Thank you, Jesus. 
those of you joining us for the first time i want to welcome you this is the atmosphere of miracles and intervention amen we meet every day by 12 midnight ghana time try to set your alarm to that time this is for equipping of the saints you will not just be trained to pray you'll be equipped with the word of god and your life will begin to move on a progressive path of constant spiritual growth amen glory be to god glory be to god also if you are not on our whatsapp page make sure you try to join just drop your whatsapp number i'm gonna add you Amen. By the grace of God, I'm going to see you tomorrow. Our offering number still remains the same. If you want to give an offering, that is the number we use for our offering. Amen. As you go into the remaining days of this week, I pray for you. The hand of the Lord goes before you and makes your way straight in the mighty name of Jesus. Every agenda, every plan of darkness over your life is cancelled in the mighty name of Jesus. Any mark, any finger, print, any handwriting on anybody here is cleared off in the mighty name of Jesus is cleared of in the mighty name of Jesus is cleared of in the mighty name of Jesus is cleared of in the mighty name of Jesus is cleared of in the mighty name of Jesus is cleared of in the mighty name of Jesus is cleared of in the mighty name of Jesus is cleared of in the mighty name of Jesus I pray for Justin I pray for Justin in the mighty name of Jesus. It is well with him. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that as you move from this place, great and mighty testimonies will follow you all in the mighty name of Jesus. That before the end of the year, your life will be so much blessed and so much transformed in the mighty name of Jesus. You would never ever remain the same. You will be a symbol of hope. You will be a symbol, a beacon of light that shines in the midst of darkness in your own time. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will be a portal of strength in the mighty name of Jesus. No day would you be down. You are ever lifted in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your mind is protected by light in the mighty name of Jesus. Your words are provoked by great wisdom from the great I am in the mighty name of Jesus. Whenever you need to speak to bring solution, your words will be available for that. In the mighty name of Jesus, whether at your place of work or whether in your school, 
you will be a product of influence bringing the spirit of excellence in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus you are much more productive in school you are much more productive at work in the mighty name of Jesus your hands never lack in the mighty name of Jesus your hands never lack in the mighty name of Jesus before you ask you are receiving in the mighty name of Jesus if there's anybody here who is troubled in one way or the other tonight I ask for help on your behalf in the mighty name of Jesus you receive help in Jesus name you receive help in Jesus name you receive help in Jesus name in the mighty name of Jesus Jesus <laughs> You know, you know, that is why, that is why we can shout Jesus, shout Jesus any day, any time, and it will work. Because our Hilaxerion is always on duty. <laughs> I will live here. There's a lot to learn. Oh. A lot to learn, a lot to learn, a lot to learn, a lot, a lot, a lot to learn. We have a lot to learn. I will see you tomorrow. Can you say thank you, Jesus, and celebrate Him? Au revoir. God bless you and keep you. Bye. So I will 